B98.5's Tad and Drex Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. Good morning, it's Tad, and hello, Drex. Blessings. And good morning, Kara. Good morning. What's going on, man? You guys remember yesterday we were talking about how kids are just unfiltered and they oh, say yeah. whatever comes to their mind. Don't you wish, though, sometimes that you were a kid and you could do that? You could get away with that? Oh, sometimes, I'm sure, yeah. I would love to throw a temper tantrum in a grocery store. <laughs> like, I'm talking about belly down. Arms and legs kicking the floor, screaming. I don't, I don't want the animal crackers. I right. want the mac and cheese. Exactly. Yeah. I don't want the mayonnaise or the <laughs> olives. Yeah, right. Uh, so I, I wish I was a kid so I could tell my wife, like give her some honest feedback oh, without boy. any fear of retaliation. She went yesterday to this uh, wreath making class, which is just an excuse <laughs> for her and her girlfriends to get together and drink wine. Right. <laughs> Aren't they all though? Yeah, he knows palette. The, the, the we're gonna go learn how to be artists. Uh, yeah, sure. you're gonna go get sloshed, yeah. taken over. <laughs> so she comes home with this thing, <laughs> and it, it the best way to describe that this wreath that my wife my wife made is it looks like someone gave a forty year old woman two bottles of wine and a bunch of arts and crafts and said. Here you go. Have fun. And just walked away. It, it looked like a kindergartner's project. Oh and she's like, don't you love it? And in my head, I'm like, no. <laughs> but I'm like, it's like, don't say that. Yeah, right. you, can't, you say can't, that. can't say that. I was like, it's different. Ha, 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 That sounds like a trouble. What does that mean? Yeah. It's different. Yeah. She, she, didn't, she didn't really question that. She was Because I think she had like a, a glass of wine, so she was not, you know. She was fine. If she hadn't been, if I said it's different, it would have been over. She's like, where's the, na- where's the nails and the hammer? I'm going to put it on the front porch right now. Yeah. I'm like, oh, for everyone to see in our neighborhood. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, okay. So now I have to decide, how am I going to get rid of this thing? You're going to put it on the door going inside of the house mm-hmm. from the garage. So it's still hung up, but only you guys will really see it because it's in the garage. Oh, I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Another thing you can do is, has she sobered up from this whole experience? Or did this all happen last night? This all night? happened last night. Yeah, right. I haven't seen her. Yeah. You can count on her sobering up and realizing it herself. Like, I've I've done yeah. things, you know, I don't know, arts and crafts projects, but where I've been like, it's a masterpiece. <laughs> and then I wake up the next day and I'm like... It's terrible. It looks it's like a, a first grader. You yeah. can hope for that. I would just, does Jess do anything like that? Because she is she artsy and craftsy, right? I wonder. Like I was thinking, if I could get a picture of what something should look like and somehow show it to her, she'll realize like, oh, mine doesn't look like that. It's a Christmas wreath. Yeah, it's like a fall inspired. It it's supposed to be. Mm. Right now, it looks like an elementary school wreath. You know, you could get some, like, catalogs from some of the companies that make professional ones. Yeah, Just right. leave those laying yeah. around. <laughs> Whatever you do, yeah. don't talk to her about it and don't discuss it. I yeah. can tell you that. Because yeah. you're not a kid and you will end up dead. Yeah, right. need you here. <laughs> right. <laughs> G98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. Good morning. I'm Tad. Hey, Drex. Good morning. Hello, Kara. Good morning. <laughs> um, guys, I have got to come clean about something. And I, we, we share our lives on the radio every right. day, but there are some things we obviously keep private. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is one of those things that I've never been able to talk about. And that is the fact that I am a junkie. A junkie? Wow. My drug of choice, and this is not easy to admit, but it's it's true, it's adoration. It's the adoration of my family and friends. When 
the people around me are impressed by me in any way, mm-hmm. that fills my cup. Mm-hmm. There's not enough love. And I, Drex, I know you want to turn this into a therapy session. Mm-hmm. I'll stay quiet. But there's not <laughs> enough love. And I've been working on this from the inside. Right. So I get the love from the outside and I crave that. That's the junky part of it, right? Mm-hmm. So a couple of examples. And the, again, this is not a therapy session, but it kind of comes from a little bit of self, self-loathing. Mm-hmm. Is that I don't think I'm funny. So when people laugh at something that I say, it makes me feel better than anything. I don't think I'm that interesting. So when I tell a story that people seem engaged in, it makes me feel better than anything. I don't think I'm attractive. I don't think I'm thin. When somebody says, oh, look at you, skinny, it makes me feel better than anything in the world. And so it's no question, no wonder that I work so hard to be funny, mm-hmm. to be interesting, mm-hmm. and to, on occasion, be thin. <laughs> the one area of my life that I've never been able to crack, and I'm in awe of people who are able to do this, and Drex, you're one of those people that yeah. I'm jealous of, is to be handy. I, Tad Lemire, am the least handy human being you've ever seen in your life. When I go to hang a picture on the wall, that wall ends up with six holes in it. Oh, no. (laughs) And then I'm patching and I'm going back and I'm kicking myself. And and the people around me are doing the opposite of what I want them to do. They're saying, oh, my gosh, what did you do? And it's the opposite of you live the highs and the lows. Yeah. Yeah. So we bought a house in Brookhaven and I've dabbled here and there and tried a couple of things, still not very confident. And then some friends bought my television and I kind of cheated and I've cheated a couple of times. I've like helped them hang their television, but what they don't know and I do is that the hard part of hanging a television is putting the bracket on the wall mm-hmm. and getting that to stay there. Right. In every case that I've quote unquote hung a television, the bracket is already on the wall. <laughs> so all I'm doing is putting the bracket on the back of the TV. Yeah. But man, people are just standing around, people I don't even know saying, wow, mm-hmm. you can hang a television and I've found a new avenue to get a fix. Yeah. And so I've just, I've, it's almost reckless. I'm doing home improvement projects. I have no reason to be doing these things. Oh. And I, I'm living in fear that I'm going to screw something up and I'm going to revert. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what happens with every junkie, whether it be a substance or, you know, like r- running or exercising. Eventually, you take too much of a substance or you work out too hard. Or you go for that run a little too long and you wind up hurting yourself. And Tana, I'm here to tell you, it's going to happen. I'm thinking about Tan Mom right now, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, she looks good. Or people that go to get so much plastic surgery, they end up going too far with it. So how, because Drex, you're yeah. uh, my hero. Do, do you do home improvement projects in many ways to get the love and adoration? Uh, th- I do it more to prove it to myself. And when it's done, you have a sense of accomplishment and you enjoy it more. Like right. I remember when we were redoing our basement and I wired the whole basement. I looked up all on YouTube. I did the research and all that. And when I plugged it into the breaker and it flipped on, I was recording it and I like teared up. Yeah. Because it's like, I did it. 
And you get to live. Well, you yeah. buy houses every yeah. two weeks, but yeah. if, <laughs> but you get to live it, and, and it's so much more satisfying than oh, I hired a guy. I paid. I pay people to do ridiculous things, yeah. and all I and I look at those things with such disgust. I'm like, mm. yeah, that's cool. My fireplace works, but it cost me four hundred dollars for a guy to clean the pilot light. But but like I said, it's it. You're going to be chasing that high for the rest of your life, and you're going to end up getting burned. It happens. You have to know your limits. My, I would suggest, Ted, your limit be anything that has a potential to leak. So any plumbing, any gas no. line, you have to stay away from that stuff. I was, I same idea, Ted. I, I was all high and mighty. I can do this myself. I can look it up on YouTube. Tried to run a gas line from inside the house to the back porch to connect it to the grill, so you don't have to refill the propane tank. Yeah. yeah. Well, so I connected it and we left. I'm like, we're gonna go get some meat right now because I want a grill. We come back and my wife's like. You smell oh, gas? Smell gas. I'm like, oh crap! I smell gas. So I go outside and I turn the gas off. Call a plumber because they're the ones who do the gas. He comes over and he's got a little reader. He can read how much gas is in the air. He's mm-hmm. like, if you would have started your stove, the pilot light, it would have exploded. House would have exploded. Yeah, and you all this would not have survived it. This is what. This is the kind of thing. This is exactly what I'm trying to avoid. Um, you've been listening to this. I would love to hear some warnings. Like home improvement, and I know it sounds ridiculous, but home improvement projects that you should never try at home. Wendy and Milton. I can tell you what my husband's not allowed to touch at the house. What's your husband not allowed to touch <laughs> at the house? <laughs> Anything electrically electrical related. Electrical stuff is diff- is interesting because if you mess up, it blows the circuit breaker and then you're essentially fine. So I'm curious as to what he messed up. It was years ago. He used to work at Lake Lanier Island before I was ever in the picture. And um, they gave him a set of post hole diggers and told him to go dig a hole somewhere for something. He stuck the post hole diggers into the ground, hit a Georgia power line, and blew them clear across the ground. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> this is yeah, at but he's work. lucky to be alive. He's not an electrician. Uh, no. This is at, well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I don't, even, I don't even let him rewire fans into the ceiling. I bring somebody in the house to do that. Smart lady. It's interesting, Drex, you say that, the circuit breaker, all of this. I've done my own, like, light switches and stuff because yeah. all it is is shut off the circuit breaker, put the new wires right. in, like, you replace them exactly like they are. So it's kind of like putting a puzzle together, but not a hard puzzle. Um, but then it's like resting your head on the pillow every night, wondering, like, <laughs> did I start something? I'm, I'm curious where your lot is on Lake Lanier Islands now, because clearly you own the place. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Cindy in Blairsville, what uh, home improvement projects should you never try at home? Well, my ex-husband, when we were still married, we had a leak in our bathtub drain, and you would have had to go under or move the bathtub or go under the house or something to fix it. So I came home one day, and he's all excited that he has fixed the bathtub drain. It's not leaking anymore. So I go into the bathroom to look, and he has poured cement down the drain. <gasps> oh, <gasps> my God. <laughs> Please. I, I look at him, and I said, yeah, it's not going to leak, but how are we going to get the water out of the bathtub? Wow. <laughs> and uh, he... He had never thought of that. Like, Drano could not fix that. Yeah. I imagine this type of poor decision-making led to your impending divorce. Yes, that was one of many reasons. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm afraid of. One bad home improvement project, too many. Yeah. 
And you're out. Yeah. Well, your wife, Jessica, is on to the next. Yeah. <laughs> then you're constructing yourself a cardboard box. Yeah. All the stuff you need to know to start your day. It's Info to Go on B98.5. Sponsored by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters, 730. Uh, cool start, warming up this afternoon with a high of 84. Braves beat the Marlins in Game 2 of the NLDS. Game 3 this afternoon at 2.08. They are one game away from making it into the NLCS, which is the series right before the World Series. Very, very good. What else is going on, Kara? If you've got an ongoing argument or some kind of squabbly issue you could really use a judge's ruling on, you're in luck. Judge Jerry Springer to the rescue. No. His show is coming to Atlanta, and they are looking for litigants to bring their cases to his court. You will get paid for it, and you can submit your claim at judgejerry.com. This is brilliant. This is the natural progression for Jerry Springer. I know. I think it's great. Love it. Is he like a legislature-appointed judge, though? Like, when he gives a ruling, is it in stone? Because, like, Judge Judy and Judge Joe Brown, they're actually judges, and I believe when they make a ruling... It's cemented, and if you don't follow through, like you could be held in contempt of court. Whatever I said before, it doesn't matter whether or not he's a real judge or not. The litigants, and you know this if you've been watching any of these shows, they agree to go by the decision. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter. I could be the judge on one of these TV shows. As long as everybody agrees, we're going to follow the, whatever the judge says. In this case, oh, man. judge amazing Jerry Springer. But you know with the holidays right around the corner, everybody's got some weird family squabble that they'd like to squash. This is the perfect time to do it, so everybody's all happy and merry. I told you guys, I want a personal judge. To, I mean, <laughs> think of how easy life would be if a, if you just had a judge following you around. Whenever you got an argument with your wife or your husband, you just turn to the judge and be like, what do you think? They would rule, then you can move on. Confront, accept, and move on. Oh, my wife and that <laughs> judge would not get along. <laughs> <laughs> you would be bright that judge on yep. the regular, but it wouldn't be enough money. Sure would. Yeah, right? <laughs> Our pop culture princess is ready to play. Are You Smarter Than Kara is on B98.5. Sponsored by R.S. Andrews Heating, Air Conditioning, Plumbing, and Electrical. Dana in Athens, hello. Hey. Hi, could you kick Kara out of the studio? All right, Kara, you gotta go. See you, girl. Bye. Bye. Kara's gonna step out. We're going to ask you these five pop culture trivia questions. We'll bring Kara back in, ask her the same questions. If you answer more right than Kara, you know she pays you $100 cash. Are you ready? I am. All right, question one. Tyra Banks is in talks to reboot her 2000 film about female bartenders. What's the name of that movie? Oh, Coyote Ugly. Number two. The highlight of the debate last night is when a fly landed on the vice president's head and hung out there for about two minutes. Who's the VP? Mike Pence. Question three, Zac Efron ranks number one in a list of celebrities who appear shirtless in movies. Surprisingly, this Texan actor barely cracked the top ten. I'm blank. I have no idea. It's an actor who you would want to see shirtless. All right. All right. All right. Okay, I have no clue. (laughs) I mean, I'm trying with all my might here. Number four, the... the Oh, um... Matthew McConaughey. Number four, the famous undecided voter Ken Bone from the 2016 election is back at it again. He went viral because of the sweater he was wearing. What color was that sweater? I'm going to just say green because I have no clue. Number five, the Braves are one win away from advancing to the next round of the playoffs. The Braves debuted a new mascot a few years ago. What's his name? Oh, Braves fans are going to kill me. I have no clue. (laughs) 
All right, let's bring Kara back in. All right, Dana in Athens, who has history with Kara, grew up on the same street as her. Maybe there's some unresolved childhood drama going on. <laughs> um, uh, did well, got three right this morning. Three is the number. All right, Kara, same questions. Number one, Tyra Banks is in talks to reboot her 2000 film about female bartenders. What's the name of that movie? Coyote Ugly. As Adina said, it's one-to-one. Number two, the highlight of the debate last night's when a fly landed on the vice president's head and hung out there for two minutes. Who's the vice president? Mike Pence. As Dana said as well, two-to-two. And here's number three. Zac Efron ranks number one in a list of celebrities who appear shirtless in movies. Surprisingly, this Texan actor barely cracked the top ten. Hey, 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 Matthew McConaughey. Boy, I wish you could have heard Tad basically hand that answer to Dana on a silver phone. All right, we're knotted up at three. We're knotted up, and here's where Kara has the opportunity to avenge that game of Mother May I they played on their street back in the day. Here we go with question four. The famous undecided voter Ken Bone from the 2016 election is back at it again. He went viral because of the sweater he was wearing. What color was it? Blue. It was bright red. It was very obnoxious. Dina okay. said green. Hey, we're still tied at three. <laughs> Finally, number five. The Braves are one win away from advancing to the next round of the playoffs. They debuted a new mascot a few years ago. His name? Blooper. The answer is Blooper. Well done, Kara. Uh, Dina didn't have an answer. Says Braves fans are going to be at her throat. And you're right. Our right, final score is four to three. Dana and Athens, are you smarter than Kara? No, I'm not. Kara, 876 <laughs> wins and 31 losses. Ooh, ooh, sorry, Dana. Congrats, Kara. <laughs> You'll get her next time, Dana. I will. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. When you make a pact or a promise with somebody, and especially somebody that you really care about, and then you break it, there's got to be a consequence, right? There's always a consequence. Absolutely. Whether that person gets mad at you or doesn't speak to you or, you know, there's always a consequence. But when you make a promise that you have no intentions of keeping at all, don't you think the consequences to going back on your word should be more severe? Yeah, that would be what we call an aggravating circumstance. So I am in need of a really good punishment for a crime my husband has committed. Oh, boy. Um, My father is having a major surgery in about a week and a half. And we've been talking as a family, because we all live in the same household, we've been talking as a family that it's really kind of crunch time for us to lock everything down for a couple of weeks, get dad into this surgery and home safely. So we're not going out. We're not socializing. We're not doing Pretty much of anything except for going to work. Is that because Kara, your dad, who you said you live with, um, is because he's he's older and having surgery, or is he one of these like medically fragile people that he's we have to? He's one look of up? these medically fragile people who is also having a major surgery. Okay. So it's it's pretty severe. Okay. So the answer to the question, Rex, is yes. Is yes. yes. Both. Okay. Right. So in talking about you know with my husband that we're going to kind of lock things down, Ryan made the suggestion that we also stop eating out. Your husband, Ryan, said, guys, if we're going to do this, if we're going to protect dad from getting sick, and that's yeah. very that's very noble of him. Right, that we should, of that. we should cut out the fast food. We should cut out the ordering out just for a little while, just, just long enough to get dad, 
into the surgery and home and out of the surgery safely. Right, because as careful as fast food restaurants might be, it's just another contact point. Well, I'm afraid we're going to starve. Because yeah, you guys, you we both work full time jobs. Right, we get time to cook all twenty four. I'm not a great cook. I I I enjoy doing it sometimes. Ryan's not a great cook. You know, my parents are out of it. They they're not cooking for anybody. My dad can't stand up long enough to do anything. That's just not happening. So it's just been an easy thing for us to stop and grab some fast food, to order something out, and pick it up from a local restaurant. And then we don't have to clean up. We don't have to cook it. Everyone's fed and is happy. But you all agreed for the but, safety of dad that you were not going to eat fast food, even though it would be difficult. Exactly. So what did I find in my husband's car yesterday? Oh, no. McDonald's wrappers. No. After he was the one that After suggested After he was the one that suggested it, he's already cheating. And I feel like there's got to be a good consequence because there's so much at stake. Did you uh, confront your husband, Ryan? I Kara? haven't yet. Oh, he he doesn't know that he's busted. I haven't yet. He doesn't know that he's busted oh, okay. because I don't know what that consequence should be. So you're what you're saying is, is that you would like to go to your husband, mm-hmm. say, hey, this is what you did after you suggested it. And, and we agreed it, on. Right. Fine. But if it happens again, this happens. This is what happens. So you need help coming up with a consequence that's legit. That's more yeah. than exposing your father to COVID because he's already blown that. And it was his idea. I know. I that's why this. I'm so like bugged about it. And I really need something, a good consequence to put forth so this doesn't happen. Is public shaming on the table? Well, I mean, isn't that what I'm doing We're right now? Doing yeah. now. Are you doing? Okay, Check. Okay. Yeah. And this is your dad, Kara. I know. Like, something... Like you're already, you've been talking about your dad going into surgery and how much like he means to you. He's already been through the ringer. I know. And you just want to, like, this is not the time to be getting surgery. And it's not forever. It's just for a couple of weeks. So, so this consequence cannot be small. No. What else can it not be? It can't be, it can't be monetary because it's all the same. You can't be like a hundred bucks. You need something creative. Yes, that's what I'm saying. And I, I just don't know what that thing is. Can we get Kara the help? Can you give her an idea that will that she can bring to her husband and say, nailed you, you eating Big Macs. Now if you do it again, what's going to happen? 404-741-0985. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now it's Tad Drex and Kara. Drex, is it not fun coming up with a penalty for somebody else's husband? <laughs> right, yeah. I could just pull out the uh, things that I've had to do over the last 15 years. Right. Yeah, pick one. So Kara yes. is in a dilemma here because you are trying to come up with a penalty to prevent your husband from eating fast food. Take us through this again real quick. Okay, so backstory, my father's getting ready to have a major surgery. So as a family, we've decided to go on a little bit of a lockdown and we wanted, well, Ryan, my husband, came to the table with the idea to cut out fast food and picking up to-go orders as well, doing all the cooking at home and staying contained. Fewer contact points with human beings to keep because your dad is exactly. vulnerable. Exactly. Great idea. And then within 24 hours of us making this decision, I find <laughs> fast food wrappers in his car. It's almost like when you invite somebody out to do something like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll be there. And you're like, mm, you're not coming. <laughs> it's like Brian having an idea to throw a party and then not showing up to the party. Yeah. 
All right, so we're looking for Kara's going to confront her husband with the with the Big Mac wrapper <laughs> and be like, "See what I found after you suggested this? If this happens again, what?" And that's where you come in. We need a good idea, Rachel and Griffin. Hi, yes, I think Ryan should have to cook all the meals. <laughs> well, then I would really starve because Ryan is not the greatest cook. and <laughs> So you'd be punishing yourself. So I'm punishing myself. Right. <laughs> Although I like that line of thinking. It's got to be something that would really, he does not want to have to do. Or he could take all requests from your dad on what he wants to eat and he has to make that. <laughs> right, be your dad's uh, right. That's nurse what your dad wants right? going into surgery, eating that exactly. Eating ring, fried be begging ring for dings. the fast food too. Ah, <laughs> Diane and Douglasville, what should the punishment be? He should have to wash, clean up the kitchen after every meal. Oh, if they're getting fast food all the time, they're then not there's nothing be any to clean up. Well, clean but up. if you're cooking for the next two weeks, then. He can wash the dishes. He has to clean it all up. Cooking's fun. The cleaning up is the bad part. I agree with that uh, statement. Diane, um, you know, Kara and Ryan, they're newlyweds, been married for a year now. Um, would a holdback of a certain activity ever be a good consequence? Well, that could, that if you know be, what I'm saying. But, but, but doesn't that hurt up? me in the long run, too? Yeah. <sighs> yes. He needs to do the dishes. That that would be a, a good consequence for the two weeks or three weeks that y'all are um, in for I, your for your father. Thank you, Diane. Great suggestion. I feel like it needs to be more than that. Well, I, what instead of like um, instead of a consequence? What if there's a reward at the end of the tunnel? You know, sometimes people work work better with reward system. What oh, if it's yeah. like, hey, if we you can hold to this. At the end, we will X, Y, and Z. I will oh. buy you another metal detector. No! Emma and Canton, you have a suggested penalty? Yes, I do. I think that he should have to eat McDonald's for every meal. Like, even if it's, like, something really good. Hmm. He said to what? What did she say? That he has to eat McDonald's for every meal. If he's going to go fast food, oh, then it's, it, all he eats is fast food. It, I'm not cooking him anything. He's not bringing it home. It's like when you smoke, when your parents catch you smoking a cigarette, they're like, oh, you're going to smoke, smoke the whole pack. pack. Right in front of yeah. you. Right. So what you're going to do is penalize your husband with something that he enjoys he already tremendously. Enjoys. And then yeah. you're going to have a fat husband. Yeah. <laughs> Good one, Emma. <laughs> I hope you didn't hear the sarcasm. <laughs> Kara? Yes. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. It was just flashing into my brain. Tell me if this is not the final solution. Right Breaking here. news. Ryan, I caught you with the Big Mac. Mm -hmm. Here's the deal. My dad is going into surgery. Mm -hmm. That's obviously not a big enough uh, consequence for you or not a big enough reason for you to not do what was your idea. Pause. Make him feel bad. Mm -hmm. Then say, this happens again. You are selling your metal detectors and buying me a Frenchie. <gasps> Oh. And done. <laughs> Here's what's coming up next with Tad and Drax. Kara. Yes. In <laughs> I feel like I'm all crazy. Um, <laughs> Kara, if you don't do info to go in the next 10 minutes. I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh, what is it? So what the heck is a twindemic anyways? And how do we keep that from happening? We'll talk right. about it in info to go. 
It's Tad and Drex's Info to Go on B98.5. About to buy Braid Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. 8.30, cool start, warming up this afternoon, 84 for a high. Braves beat the Marlins in Game 2 of the NLDS. Game 3 this afternoon, they are on a roll, 208. And if they win today, that's it. They move on to the National League Championship Series, one series away from the World Series. What? What? What's going on, Kara? Yesterday, Governor Brian Kemp and the Department of Public Health Commissioner Dr. Kathleen Toomey gave us an update on how the state of Georgia has been doing so far in the fight against COVID-19. Now, the good news was that cases and hospitalizations are both down from our peak over the summer. But what we really need to be looking out for is a possible twindemic. What the heck is a twindemic? It's the combining of both COVID-19 outbreaks and the flu season, which in their words could be possibly devastating. So they said there are five big things that we need to do. I do want to emphasize is the importance not only of these four things we can do for fall, wear a mask, socially distance, wash your hands, follow the guidance. But that fifth thing is get a flu shot. Never has it been more important to get a flu shot than this year. And because it's so important, the state of Georgia is introducing pumpkin spice flu shots. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> my favorite thing to do is to call my wife after a Governor Kemp press conference because I know she watches it. And, you know, he's oh, COVID-19, got that real thick accent. My wife always, when she watches him, reverts back to her uh, Milledgeville, Georgia roots. And so when I call her, it's like her country turns back on. She's like, I'll tell you, man, that, boy, that man can talk the horns off a billy goat. Uh-huh. And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> Have y'all heard about that twin, damn it? Yeah. Let's get a good feeling. <laughs> Sometimes I get a good feeling. Yeah. A member of Georgia's own Zach Brown Band has a brand new invention that he hopes will not only get the entertainment industry back to performing live, but will also keep the rest of us safe, too. Danny De Los Rios is a percussionist for the band, and when the tour was canceled because of the pandemic, he had a bit of an aha moment. Started with the drum head, and then that's what gave me the thought process of, you know, going further. So he's taken the drum heads, which are like clear plastic, mm-hmm. and has come up with these little mini face shields. He originally came up with the idea because he was having trouble expressing through a traditional mask when mm-hmm. they were trying to do some of these virtual mm-hmm. performances. So this cool little face shield that he's come up with looks almost like one of our masks, has the little loops that goes over the ears. He's already manufactured a whole bunch of them, and he's going to distribute them to the first responders in his hometown of Fayetteville first to kind of test everything out can you drum on them um uh, i don't know they should make them they should stretch them and then people could play your face it's hard to do that from six feet away <laughs> <laughs> just throw drumsticks <laughs> at your right. face. <laughs> here's what's now. coming up next with tad and drax well everybody's talking about the vice presidential debate from last oh, night donald or joe pence or harris who cares there's an election that's happening in my neighborhood that's going to trump Yes, pun intended. <laughs> All of them. Okay. Oh. B98.5, 80s and 90s. And now, last night's uh, vice presidential debate. Who knew that there was a third candidate? Right? You had uh, you had Pence and you had Kamala and then you had uh, the Black Fly. The Fly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's getting to be too much. It really is. But for, for me in my neighborhood, you know, Donald or Joe or Pence or Harris, like, we don't care about right. that. Virtual, in person. Because yeah, there's an election going on right now that is, that, that absolutely takes the cake. It trumps everything. Okay. I would like to introduce you guys to James and Miles. 
Now, they are twin five-year-old boys in my neighborhood who run the roost. They are in charge of the cul-de-sac. They're also <laughs> campaigning for president of the playground. So I sat down, got some time with both of the candidates yesterday, heard out their platform. They did a little debate. You guys decide who's going to be the president of the playground, James or Miles. And um, are they, did you lay out some ground rules? Do they, like, are they allowed to interrupt each other? You ever lay out ground rules for five-year-old boys? <laughs> All right, let's hear it. He's always being rude to people in every state. Even people who are old. He's punching them in the face. He's kicking them in the face. Everywhere on their body. People shouldn't vote for James because he is making everything for a hundred dollars. No, I'm not. I'll give free showers. And I'll give free donuts. And free cookies. Would you say that? Would you say that? Oh. Don't vote for James because you just hit me. Sorry. Everybody, he doesn't really mean sorry. So, <laughs> wait, is that the conclusion of the debate? After after uh, Miles hits James, yeah, that was then the end. That ends the debate. So, you've, you've, <laughs> you've got Miles who hits old people but will give free showers. Right. You have James who's going to be responsible for the largest economical collapse in history by making everything cost $100 except for donuts. Mm-hmm. Where, where does your allegiance lie? But wait, you get... I'm confused. At one point, I thought one was offering showers and the other one was offer, offering donuts. Is that that's correct? Yeah. But that but the donuts cost a hundred bucks. No, the donuts are free. Oh, the donuts, James, are, James donuts are free. Says, James says everything is a hundred dollars except for free the donuts, donuts, which are free. Yeah. Oh. Miles says um, I'm going to give away free showers, but I I hit old people all over their bodies. So the showers are to wipe the shame mm-hmm. off of you yeah. for hitting old people. Yeah. I got, I'm going donuts. Yeah, I'd have to go donuts too because hitting old people, that's just where I draw the line. Oh, really? Sorry, that's Miles. where it is? Yeah, okay. that's the line. <laughs> he hits old people. Yeah. So How, and like, what a great stance to take. Like, You could just drop the mic on that. He hits old people. Next. I do applaud that this debate was about 30 seconds long and took place at 8.48 in the morning instead of starting at 9 p.m. Can we change that rule, please? Let's stop catering to the West Coast. I'm running on that (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drex Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.